Oh my god, you guys. What's up? It's Kate. It's Date Fails. This has been the wildest day. Uh, it's Thursday. Well, it'll be Friday morning when you guys hear this. I... Morning. Gary. <laughs> Gary, you're not introduced yet. You guys, Gary's not a professional podcaster. I have to introduce you first, and then you, you can speak. Just, it's fine. You guys, my friend Gary, who's one of my favorite people on earth, who's been on the podcast one time before, yes. who got very good feedback. Uh, it's actually funny to me because you're not a comedian, so you don't even try. You just be yourself, which... I actually think is the best podcast guest to have because you're uninhibited. And anyway, you're one of my favorite people. You guys, Gary is like my gay uncle. I mean, more like a brother, older brother. I say uncle just because, like, you talk about your dick around me, which makes me feel like you're not a brother. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, my brother's never brought up his dick to my face. Or, like, <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Anyway, point is, Gary's the best. He took me to drop my car off at the shop today because it needs an oil change. And then his husband, Bob, made me gluten-free meatloaf. Yes. No one makes me meals, ever. He don't even cook gluten-free for me. Well, you're, he doesn't need to because you're not gluten-free. You're gluten -y. But if I asked, it would be a chore. <laughs> if you asked, oh, stop. You're too hard on Bob. You guys, Gary is the wife. Gary, stop nagging Bob. I'm not. Yeah, I'm sticking up for Bob because... Never nagging him. Listen, <laughs> we all nag. You're a woman on the inside. I didn't know that when I met you. You seem very burly. <laughs> but I know you're a woman. You know how I know? Huh. Because you cause a lot of unnecessary drama. Well, you know. So, anyway, I'm not but I'm not harping on you cuz I love you. Uh, but guys, anyway, point is, I'm here so I thought why not do a podcast? What else are we going to do? Well, we were going to talk about some questions and answers and things that we just need to uh, get to the bottom of today. That's true. We were going to do that, um, and we're still going to do it, but we're going to record it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we do that, guys, listen, I have a few sponsors today. I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful that you guys, more of you are listening all the time to the people that send me messages. I'm not kidding. You guys, I mean, this is not a brag, but I'm like... It means a lot to me when I go on the road and I meet the fans of the podcast. When I was in Washington, D.C., a woman came up to me, girl, lady, whatever, and she said, uh, I just got divorced and your podcast is really helping me get through it and I relate to so much of what you talk about and that means so much to me. And she said she sends it to all her friends which is what I need you guys to do, is send it to your friends. And also rate and review, because I'm getting more ads, which means I'm, like, living off the podcast. I mean, I, I sound so excited, because I am. Like, Gary knows. Like, I got new ad this morning, and I was, I was telling him, like, it's just such a, it's a blessing. I don't know. I sound stupid. Whatever. I'm in a good mood. Anyway, the point is, I have a few sponsors this week. And one, this is dope. There's a new podcast that just came out, and I agreed to give them a shout out. And the reason is because I listened to an episode, and it's so funny. It's called Shame on You. It's a hilarious new comedy podcast hosted by two 
single gay man. And the premise is, Gary, you can relate. (laughs) (laughs) The premise is basically just imagining a world in which everyone has zero shame about who they are, about being gay or being whatever you are and leaving it all on the table. It's raw. It's so unfiltered. I feel like my friend Aiden would be an amazing guest. I should totally have them bring him on the podcast, but I listened to it. I loved it. I mean, the episodes include, you know, tears over breakups, interviews with exes, which is something that is one of my favorite things. I'd like to have that day. Oh, my God. I wish my exes would come on here uh, so badly, but most of them are terrified of me, which is fine. (laughs) And as of last week, it's one of the fastest growing gay podcasts in the world. There's an episode you need to listen to uh, about a stripper who one of the hosts went on a date with, and I think you guys will like it. So new episodes every Thursday. Go check that out. Also, I'm very grateful to have Manscaped this week. Manscaped. Manscaped is also a new sponsor. Thank you so much for supporting Date Fails. You guys, Manscaped is the number one manscaping company which is you know men's grooming below the belt so you guys need to go check it out manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your guys family jewels you don't want to mess up your jewels absolutely not they matter your jewels matter and for date fails listeners only 20 percent off and free shipping with my code date fails at checkout and Last but not least, BetterHelp. I've had BetterHelp a few times. Um, I'm using it. BetterHelp is, I, I haven't even told Gary about this, but I feel like you need it. BetterHelp is basically online therapy. It's really. <laughs> I'm, I knew that was good. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's good for you. You guys, it's online therapy. I mean, I make excuses to not go to therapy, but the truth is, there's no excuse when you have BetterHelp. You can literally do it online whatever's interfering with your happiness if i came over here today and gary seemed sad and i was like why are you not happy and he started trying to tell me and all his reasons were garbage no offense but the point is if you go on better help a real actual licensed counselor can help you instead of your friend with a show about failing at dating and you guys can make it you know happen in your own time whenever you have free time you go on better help they Connect you with someone who specializes in what you need. So you take a survey. You tell them all the ways you're messed up, if you're me. Not that you guys are messed up, but we all are. Gary. I'll give him a call. Gary, you should. You really should. It's depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping, LGBT matters, grief, whatever you're dealing with. Everything you share is confidential. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. They've got over 3,000 therapists. I think you can find one. Uh, You guys need to go on betterhelp.com slash datefails. It's truly affordable. If you use my code DATEFAILS, you get 10% off your first month. So why not get started? Betterhelp.com slash DATEFAILS. Fill out the questionnaire. You know, see what's going on with your life. Honestly, we all need help. I mean, I've been going through it. We all go through it. I have been too. Dude, everybody goes through it. I don't care who you are. I know the most rich, famous people in America, not all of them, but a few of them, And they go through it too. So 
Get help. Don't suffer alone. Talk to someone. Betterhelp.com slash datevails. Use my code datevails for 10% off your first month. For real. And report to me. I want to know how you guys are doing because I care. That's real. Um, All right. So we got that covered. And now this is going to be fun. You guys, I'll be real with you. I've gone through a bit of another rough patch, which happens to all of us. You guys know I had a boyfriend for a brief moment couple months whatever they don't know all the details but he we broke up and then the other night I ran into a girl that I found out he cheated on me with which Mm -hmm. you know it's weird I don't think I've ever been actually cheated on okay like I've I've suspected I've caught guys like maybe messaging women inappropriately that I'm with Maybe I've been sexting. Yeah, like sexting. Exactly. Like my first, I've only had since my marriage, I've never really talked about this, but I've only really had one, two, three real like boyfriends that asked me to commit. And then I've had a few that like we had some sort of agreement where it was like, we're only dating each other. But I would kind of low-key be like, if you hook up a little, I don't want to know. But like, you're famous, so maybe you will. But this is the first time I've ever blatantly found out a dude actually cheated. And it's it's a weird feeling. It can be very devastating. It can be very devastating. I think it would be more devastating if we were still together. But what it's because we're broken up, it's a weird feeling of like your ego is hurt, but you're also slightly like validated. Like I knew something was up and now you know for sure. Yes, and, and it actually comes down to it's it's really a trust thing, you know, because then after that you're just like you don't trust anybody if they they fucked you over. I mean, you know? I already have trust issues, but that's on me. Yeah, because at some point it's and like I tell people, girls, people, people that you know you have to get past that, you know. I mean, the truth is, it's like this. At some point, if you keep ignoring red flags, like I was talking to my friend Jackson last night. And I was telling him how shocked I was. Jackson is the best. (laughs) Gary thinks I should marry him. Um, But he's like my best guy friend. I honestly probably would totally be with Jackson if not for the fact that I'm terrified of getting hurt. That's the truth. Like, I'm I'm terrified of losing him. Because you don't want to lose a good friend. He's my best, oldest guy friend, longest, not oldest, guy friend besides Bronson. But Bronson and my friendship is more like me and you. Like there's no sexual tension. Right. Jackson is hot. Very. And he's seen me naked. Yes, he has. And he's never tried to bang. Hard. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) like, like what I mean by that is Jackson actually said to me, he said, we're so close now that if you were naked, bent over in front of me, I'd probably be like, we should wait because he'd be scared to ruin it too. Like we're both, (laughs) but he, whatever. Point is. Mutual respect. Yeah. We just, it's love. But. He told me, when I told him I was so surprised this guy cheated on me, he was like, but all the red flags were there. And it's like, at some point you have to go, if I keep ignoring red flags and choosing guys who have the same, this guy I thought was different. Mm-hmm. And I did a little better because at least I liked a nice guy I thought was nice. Usually I like guys that are like, from the beginning, I'm like, they're a drug addict. They've been to jail. This guy seemed on paper like a good pick. 
Like, what, 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 what catches your eye? Um, really, I mean, what catches your eye? I'd like to know. That's a good question. My eye or my interest? Because it's different. That's what's your weird. eye. Okay, my eye. Well, this guy didn't catch my eye, my ex-boyfriend. Truthfully, it feels like most of the guys I end up dating aren't the guys I would look across a bar at and be like, I'd fuck that guy. Like, the guy I look across the bar at and immediately want are guys that are like, it's, they're usually like tattooed, muscular. They look like guys that yeah. are going to ruin your life, break your heart. And, you know, <laughs> rarely are they. Uh, no, they're always going to ruin your life. The <laughs> tattooed guys with the muscles. Yeah, I mean. They're going to ruin your life. Okay. Have you ever fucked a tattooed guy with muscles who didn't? At first. He didn't break your heart? Of course. Exactly. That's my. <laughs> but here's my point. But the guys I date is a whole other thing. I'm attracted right. to guys that are interested in my mind more than my body. Like guys that okay. are like fans of my personality or also talent. Talent Talent is so hot. Like, there's nothing hotter. It doesn't matter what the gift is. Art, music, acting, comedy, writing. If you're just an artist, that turns me on. If you're really talented, I can't help it. I'm so into talent. So you could be like a fat, short little hobbit. And I might... play uh, guitar and you'd be okay. I mean, if you're really talented, I would be like, oh, I want to touch him. Like, I can't help it. Gotcha. But with the last dude, my point is this. Okay. Not to be mean, but it wasn't the talent because I, I that wasn't it, and um, it wasn't looks because I've known him forever and I wasn't attracted to him ever. It was that he was protective of me, like he wanted to make sure I was safe. He wanted to. I mean, it was all fake, but the point is, at least at the beginning, I'm proud of myself because I actually liked him for the reason that he was being good to me. Right. That's new for me. I know. So the point is, even though it ended badly, I made a slightly wiser choice, the wiser choice yes. dating him than the last few exes. Yeah. Thank you. I agree with that. So I'm getting a little better is what I'm trying to say. But anyway, that's not what this is about. Um, since him, I I haven't really dated. Um, I did hook up because I needed to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well. Everyone's got to get a little love. I just, I couldn't take it. I had to. I was like, I need to just get it out of my system. And to be completely honest, since him, I've been a little more like, you guys, like, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, I don't do one night stands and I never hook up on the road. But my last few road trips, I've been really horny and met hot guys. Back it up. Reverse it. What? Back it up to what? To... Go out when you're on the road and don't sleep with any losers at home. You're saying sleep with losers on the road? No, losers at home. Oh, I agree. So you're saying yeah. fuck on the road instead. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's what you I'm... know what? They can never... They're never going to know where you live. They don't bother you. As long as they don't know who I am. Well, don't give them your ID. Well... <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. So the last couple trips I've taken on the road... After shows, I've gone out by myself to a bar where no one knows who I am. And I don't, I say like, I don't have Instagram and I just flirt with guys and I haven't taken any back to my room, but it's the first time even in my life that I've even like 
really contemplated it with like local strangers who are just like the bartender. Like usually if I do hook up on the road, full disclosure, it's like an athlete in town that I met over Twitter or like a celebrity, not celebrity. I don't mean celebrity. That's all relative. But I mean like maybe someone in a band that's playing nearby that I DM. It's never like the dude that works at the local dive bar who's bartending or the, I almost took home a bar back in a city I won't name who was so hot I flirted with him for two nights and I couldn't get him to bite. And then finally the last night he DM'd me, but it was like I had to go to the airport. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Uh, As my flight departs. But also, I did give him my Instagram. Like, but since yeah, then. Did connect with you? Yeah, but I get. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is I'd rather it happen where they don't even know my Instagram. Like, they I just gotcha, don't I know gotcha. anything. So I might. But I did hook up with a random. In L.A., which I've never, ever done. And he was 25 and hot. (laughs) Like his... 25, Gary. That's hot. He could be my son if I got my period when I was 11. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I felt guilty. I love this girl. (laughs) I felt guilty. But you know what, you guys? Honestly, he was just so excited. He was like... He didn't know who I was. Yeah. It's rare for me these days to hook up with someone who doesn't know anything about me. And still wants me. Like, it's hotter. Oof. You know, yeah. You know, it's ten times harder for you out here than it was for me when I got here. Harder or hotter? Harder, harder. Oh, harder. harder. Yeah, but it was also ten times hotter hooking up with someone who never heard of me. Like, didn't Absolutely. know who I was. So, anyway, guys, here's the deal. Today, since I'm killing time here, no offense, Gare, Uh, I asked Gary to write down questions for me that he's always wanted to ask that he's never asked. And I also got questions from you. So we're going to do a Q&A episode. Um, This is going to be fun. I haven't done one of these in a while. So let's get to it. All right. So, oops, wait, is this thing going? Yes, it is. Sorry. I paused to pee, guys. Listen. Gary wrote down five questions he's always wanted to ask me that he's never asked. I also have questions from you. So I don't know how to start. I'm nervous to let Gary ask me these things. Because <laughs> I feel like you've been holding things in that you're dying. To- also, full disclosure, guys, Gary knows, like, everything. I mean, everyone knows everything about me. But, I mean, like, Gary has been... The wingman, or should we say getaway <laughs> driver and some questionable activity. Like, Gary's my boy. So, all right, Gary, you go first. We'll do one of yours, then one fan question. Sounds good to me. All right, you go first, I'm afraid. All right. Let me see here. I'm going to get my best one out. Um, Maybe you should save the best for last. Just okay. ask. Who cares? All right, I'll do that. Start up with an easy one. What's more important, family or fame? Family or fame? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's easy, family. All right. But can... but I want to clarify that when I say family, I don't mean blood. I generally don't either. No, family's not your blood. Like, if there's someone listening to this, this actually is important. If there's someone listening to this that has a family member who's toxic in your life that makes you feel like shit or abuses you, or every time you're around them... You feel down about yourself or sad, 
that's not your family. Your family are the people who want you to win and love you like the way you should be loved. So like Gary is more family to me than my own actual father, if that makes Very sense. Good. Yes, that makes great sense. Yeah, so fame for people chasing that sucks. Okay. Not to be a dick, but I mean, right. when I was a kid, I wanted to be famous. I didn't care how. I was obsessed with fame. I used to read all the tabloids, and I was like, I just want to be stalked by paparazzi and like be famous. Like I wanted that. The minute you get the teeniest, teeniest, teeniest bit of, and it doesn't have to be fame. Like, let's say you marry the biggest star in your town, like a small town, but you marry like the pastor of the biggest church. Okay. Then there's something that happens and it goes all through the town like gossip and everyone's talking about you. Mm -hmm. That feeling sucks. Like if you divorce that person, now you're town news. Right. Fame is like that times a billion and that's for someone like me and imagine it for someone really famous. Like it's, it becomes so bizarre because you think you want it, but it, it gets weird. I'm not saying I'm not grateful. Right. Fans are awesome. People that love your work. Fame, like, that's a different thing. People right. that just want... Like, Tiffany Haddish is my friend. She right. got so famous, so... F it wasn't fast. She's been in the business a long time. But it seemed fast to the regular world because she was in a movie, she blew up. And then it's like now everything Tiffany does is under this crazy microscope. She's just still being herself, having fun... But everything she says is psychoanalyzed now. Right. Fame is weird. That's it's, all I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Family matters. Friends matter. That's all that fucking matters. That's it. But I mean, out of the two, which is most important to you? Obviously, like, I don't want to be famous. Okay. If I could... So it would be family and friends. Yeah, like, I right recorded... On. I love that. I recorded a cartoon pilot this year that hopefully gets made into a TV show. And I was like, dude... This would be the best gig because I'd make money. No one would know what I look like. And right. I could just keep doing stand-up like now. Like my buddy Brian Monarch, who's on the podcast all the time, he said, I love the level I'm at now with comedy because I can say any joke. Okay. If I was more famous, some of the jokes I'm doing now might be like, like you tweet something, everyone's offended, your career's over. Like what happened right. to Kathy Griffin? If I tweeted what she did, I'm not saying it's okay, but my career wouldn't be over. It'd be like a thousand people upset. See, I, I really, like, I get what you're saying, and she must have screwed up pretty bad. Do you know what she did? No, I don't. Oh, Kathy Griffin tweeted a photo of her holding up a fake Donald Trump head that was, like, bloody, that was, like, decapitated. Like, she basically... Sabotaged her own career. But, I mean, the thing is, it's like... Kathy Griffin's always been like, I do whatever the fuck I want, but, I mean... She learned that... Well, you can't... I mean, it's the president of the United States, even if it's just Donald Trump. Not to be a dick if you like Donald Trump. It's just, like... I'm a dick and I don't. Listen, I don't talk politics because Maybe. I can see both sides of a lot of things, but all I'm saying is, before the presidency, Donald Trump was a reality star. Like, that's his mm -hmm. biggest claim to fame. Yes, ma'am. So it would be like voting in Steve-O. Ronald Reagan? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he was an actor. Of course. Yeah, I guess kind of. But, but I guess Trump, technically on paper, you would think would have more business. Ronald Reagan was what besides an actor? I really don't know. An idiot. Stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
I thought people liked him. Wasn't he a popular president? He was from my, California. He was Republican, right? Of course. My stepdad is like a stout Democrat, but he likes Ronald Reagan, which means something to me. I don't know much about politics, but I go like, he must have been a little different. I don't know. I say go independent. Anyway, moving on. Listen, I don't even, I just, whatever. I vote for the women and the people that sound like immigrants. I'm kidding. People are going to see, like, that's what I'm talking about. People get so angry when you say shit like that. But it's not made in a bad way. Moving on. Your favorite color and why? Oh, my God. That's hard. Uh, You said ask you anything. I guess it's not hard. I guess blue. Blue. But it wasn't always. It used to be green. It changed. Ooh. Blue because I love water, ocean. I surf. Very gorgeous. I'm thinking of moving back to Venice. Are you really? Yeah. Somebody offered me. Actually, tell me what you think. Okay. My buddy has a two-bedroom pad in Venice. It's dope. It's mm-hmm. two blocks from the beach, like where I used to live. Okay. Pool, hot tub, tennis courts. Awesome. Yeah. Like a, a gym. All It's great. And... Not that I have this, but also they have like a boat landing. So if you had like a paddleboard or a canoe mm-hmm. or whatever, you could even row your boat up to it. Not that I'm like, right. <laughs> not that I'm like traveling by boat, but just saying they have a dock. I guess a dock is a better. It's not a boat landing. It's a dock. Whatever you can dock your boat. I got you. If I had a boat, I could park it there. It's part of the deal. Right. And the guy offered me this for less than what I pay. In Hollywood, like a hundred bucks less with all utilities included. Well, but there's a caveat. I say, yeah, I was gonna say there's a caveat. Yeah, the caveat is I'm pretty sure he'd try to bang me, but I've known him a long time. We never have, so I could like tell him. But it's just, do I want to deal with? That and also he has a lot of people over super late at night and I'm not used to that. Like I've never had a roommate that does that. Like Gary, you do that. <laughs> do people hate you no. when you have roommates? I'm kidding. They love me. I just don't know if I don't know, but I'm tempted because the water makes me happier. Like mm-hmm. I'm at peace there. Like I drive to Venice when I'm stressed out, no matter what time of day, in rush hour to like. Get a little ocean to calm down. You know, the ocean is quite mighty. It uh, <laughs> can take you places. It's The uh, ocean is quite mighty? Mighty, yes. It's very relaxing. It's very relaxing. Guys, Gary's an oracle. You're like the oracle from... Uh, <laughs> what's that movie, The NeverEnding Story, where they go to the oracles and they give them like, wisdom and shit? Gary just said the word mighty. All right, my turn. You asked two questions, so now I'm going to read a fan question. Yeah. I got a lot of good questions today. I actually just said ask me anything for fun because I was bored for an hour. Not bored, but I was waiting to go on stage. And then uh, I got a lot of good questions. Okay, here's one. Um, Are you ever lonely? Who isn't? Everybody's lonely. Even when I'm in a relationship, I can be I lonely. I do believe so. Yeah. I get lonely. This this is a weird life being a comedian because sometimes, like, like, this is weird, but it's like the fame thing. Like, I don't like to... I'm very outgoing on stage and I like attention, but I'm also really reclusive and awkwardly, like, 
I never used to be shy at all. I'm more shy the longer I get a lot of attention. Now I like to go into a bar. When I'm on the road, I like to go out alone, sit in the corner of a bar, and people watch and write. And if anyone does recognize me or happen to have been at a show or something, I get, like, kind of low-key bummed. Like the other night, me and you went out. This is a great yes. example. Yes. And we ran into a comedian. And I love him. It's a comedian who I love, and mm-hmm. I was happy to see him. But at the same time, I was bummed because I was like, oh, I just wanted to go out tonight with you and, right. like, not have to talk comedy or business or see anyone who knows me. Like, So, in a way, it's lonely just in the sense that, like, it becomes different because either, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. It's like everybody knows the feeling of being in a room with people who know you but feeling like no one really knows you. Right. If that makes any sense. It makes very good sense. That sounds stupid. I don't know. I'm emotional, Gary. Are I got you? cheated on. <laughs> anyway, all right. How about I read another one? Uh, how tall are you? That's easy. I'm 5'5". Five five. People think I'm taller because I'm thin, but I'm 5'5". Five five. Uh, what's your favorite band... And what life accomplishment would make you happy? Well, that's two questions. My favorite band is U2. Okay. But I also love Counting Crows, but I'm, like, friends with Adam, so it's, like, it's changed slightly. Like, there's one... Adam Rene Garcia or Adam because he hates them? <laughs> Gary, we're not supposed to say that. <laughs> sorry. Ugh. It I'm doesn't sorry. matter. I don't think Adam listens to this, but if he does, I have one friend that's not a huge fan. But I have other friends who are massive, I'm a massive huge fan. fans. You're a fan. Them. I love them. Well, Renee just only likes EDM. He doesn't like any. I acoustic, know, right? Like, you know, he also thought the other dude that uh, I liked was whatever. Just, I wasn't trashing anyone. I'm no, sorry. you're not. We have one friend who yeah, doesn't like who acoustic doesn't rock. Like, yes. But whatever. But it's changed since I know Adam a little. I don't want to say... All I'm going to say is there are a couple songs that, like, I would be like, oh, I love this song because I feel like it relates to X, Y, Z. And he'd be like, no, that's about this person. They're a piece of shit. And I'm like, oh. Now the song... Now when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I thought it was about... <laughs> like, I thought I could relate. Now I'm like, am I a piece of shit? So, anyway, but I love you too. That is my favorite. I also love... I mean, there's a lot of bands I love. Like, like I could go way back. Like, I love the Beach Boys. They're a great band. I love Queen. Yeah. Queen's awesome. Fat Bottom Girls. I love that song. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, Gary, do you have another question for me? Okay. Yes, I do. All right. Here we go. All right. By the uh, way, guys, just FYI, when we paused, Gary did two Jack Daniel shots, which yes. it's 2.30 p.m. So. A.m. <laughs> no, it's p.m. It's daytime, Gary. Oh, there. This is. <laughs> See, folks, don't listen to me. This is why you shouldn't drink Jack Daniels during the day, <laughs> but also why I love Gary, because that's what he does. All right. I know this ahead. is going to be a, a weird question, but I want to know what makes you smile. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yes, yes absolutely. There's so many things. Aw. Gary, I love you because you're gay. You ask all the sweet questions. Like I, I want to know what makes you smile. What makes you go? What really makes me go? What gets you going? You know what really makes me go is being around my friends who bring out the funny. She's turning red, folks. I am? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Besides the obvious. No, I'm kidding. Like, 
I have a few friends. Like, actually, you're one. I write so... When me and Gary go out for happy hour, here's some people that do this for me. You, Jonathan Lipnicki, Adam, actually, Duritz, uh, Aiden, my my other, like, gay bestie. My friends, He's a great guy. He's the best. Yeah. My friend, Sarah Fasha. There are certain people who make me funnier. Like, when we go out... I, Gary can vouch. When we go out for happy hour, I have one drink and I write like 20 jokes down. Yes, you do. And a lot of them end up on stage. Like, for real. Like, certain people bring out the funny in me, but it's chemistry. Yeah. That makes me smile. Also, uh, outdoors, like the beach. The awesome. beach. I fucking love snowboarding, surfing. Like, no one knows this yet, but it's going to happen, so whatever. Uh, I'm like, in Hollywood, everyone wants a TV show, a TV right. credit, a movie role, whatever. I want to surf and snowboard and just make enough money to like do that on the side while I tell jokes. I hate the business, but I love performing. So recently I was at a show and a guy came up to me who was like, Kate, big fan. I've seen you a few times. We got to talking and the guy works in marketing for Burton, the snowboard company. Mm -hmm. So now I'm doing some stuff with Burton that's going to be so dope, but the thing about it is it has nothing to do with Hollywood, but I'm, like, more excited about the Burton stuff. Like, they gave me free shirts. I was, like, more excited about free Burton clothes, and they're going to give me some, like... Like, their sister company is a Mm -hmm. surf company called Channel Islands. Okay. I already had one of their surfboards. Like, I'm a fan. Okay. now they're going to give me some gear. Like, I'm more excited about that than I would be about an Oscar. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess that kind of stuff makes me smile. I'm still, like, the same as before I started. I think that's a little why I struggle, you know? Yeah. But who cares? I'd rather be the same as when I started and struggle and feel like I don't quite fit in here. We're a little stronger. Yeah, then be... You can do that. Then be, I know you can. Do what? Be stronger. Stronger than what? Then, then Gary. Whatever. Well, no, I mean... Guys, like, Gary's drunk. Gary, um, I have to cut you off the booze. All right. You make no sense. I'm done. You're, Bye, saying, you're saying I need to be stronger? Mm-mm. You're saying I... I said you're strong enough. Oh, I am strong. Thank you. You're a very good girl. You got it together. You know what you're doing. I do know what I'm doing, mostly, except for... Man, so you yell at me because now I'm going to pout. The people at home know you're drunk. It's obvious. I had people one. At home? The people listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh God, you guys! This is the point when I'm podcasting with someone who's drinking, where I go, "Do I cut it off or keep going?" But whatever, we're gonna keep going. All right, I got another question from my people, my people, my followers. Yes. Uh, Advice for a single guy trying to navigate the treacherous dating scene in L.A. Oh, geez. I want to go look at this guy's page, actually. How do I do that? Because here's the truth. My advice to dating in L.A., I I hate to say this because I never wanted to be jaded, but probably my advice is to move. (laughs) You've never dated here, Gary. No, I have not. Here's the deal. When I first moved to L.A., people were like, how can you live there? Everyone is fake. And I was like, no, they're not. But that's because I thought people meant fake as in, like, fake lips, fake boobs, which everyone isn't. That's a stereotype. Right. 
But what I have learned over the years is there are many people in show business who will step on anyone to get mm-hmm. up the ladder. Right. And I've definitely been with guys who I realized later were dating me because it made them look good. Right. Not saying because of what I look like. Just saying, like, when I started comedy, mm-hmm. there were a lot of comics who would try to hook up with me just because I was a cute new girl in comedy. That's what they all do. Right. Every new girl, when you come into comedy, all the comedians will try to bang you. 100%. Okay. But here's the thing. Then I got funny, and I started working, and it changed. Okay. Now all the same comedians who tried to bang me now want to date me. It's or look a, at you as an equal. Exactly. That's why now they're like, oh, I could date her, mm-hmm. and it's not embarrassing. It makes me look good. See, and I, I totally get what you're saying, because it's like an, inferior, it's like an inferiority uh, uh Complex? Complex, yeah. Well, it's just like everybody just wants to be like, ooh, this person. Like the last guy I was dating, I even said it to him. I go, I feel like if someone more famous came along, you'd just dump me in a second, which was true. He probably would. He 100% would. So that's, guess. I guess, what I'm kind of saying is dating here is hard because it just feels like everyone is looking for the next best thing. You know, and it's really, it's, it's tough to try to make a decision or, or, or something like that from... My point of view because you're married I've forever. Been married forever, yeah. Know? I get it. I get it. I and totally you're not it. in the business, which is why I love being around you because you never ask me anything about like what's Joey Diaz like or what's like you don't care. You know, I, I, you ask me questions like, so when he ate your ass, how was it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that note, Gary, gotcha. your turn to ask a question. All right. This is my 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 question. Do your nipples get hard in my pool? <laughs> That's your question? I'm sure they do. Yeah. they def- I mean, when they get cold, they do. Yeah. I swim in Gary's pool a lot. That's not a euphemism. Uh, he has a pool, and I don't. <laughs> and I love water. So, yes, Gary. Thank you for asking that. All right. On that note about hard nipples in a pool, this seems like the right time to... <laughs> To talk about Manscaped. Okay, I normally <laughs> I normally don't do this, you guys, but I have to say just because it's Manscaped that normally in these ad campaigns, one of the things they say when they send it to me is they're like, there should be no profanity for like 30 seconds before or after the ad, which makes me laugh with this one just because it's all about like taking care of your nutsack and your penis. I guess... To me, it's funny because I think the whole thing is... Like, here's the deal. Uh, It says on here, talk about a time when you experienced a traumatic, unmanscaped viewing. Listen, it's not about a viewing. It's about a scent. The last guy I dated... I don't want to hurt his feelings, but let's just say... If your your ball shouldn't smell, okay? I take care of my thing, you take care of your thing. You got to keep them clean. And one way to keep them clean is keep them groomed. Because when there's a lot going on down there, there can be more odor. And then a girl doesn't want to spend as much time with, with her nose down there. So, yes, we don't want any smells. We don't want any little things crawling around down there. Nothing like that. So, guys, the solution is... Manscaped. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has 
proprietary skin safe technology. So you're not going to nick or snag your nuts or your man's nuts. Let your girl shave it for you. Listen, untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Cleanliness wins the way to a girl's heart or a gay man's. Trust me, the modern man manscapes in a hygienic way. Don't use the same trimmer on your face that you're using on your balls. It's disgusting. All right. Just don't. Let's also talk about stink balls for real. No one wants to smell your balls. I've said it once. I've said it twice now. I'm standing by this, okay? I like to be down there. I don't want to smell your sweaty nuts. It shouldn't smell like a gym locker, all right? Thank you. No one does. So, guys, listen. You got to get 20% off your Manscaped products plus free shipping with the code DATEFAILS at manscaped.com. Ladies, this is a perfect gift for you and your man. Like this is the kind of gift you buy for him that's really for you. You know what I mean? Like when a guy buys you like a vacuum, which is a terrible gift, but this is a good one because when you get it for him, you shape him, then you go down on him. Everybody's a winner. You know what I'm saying? Guys, you need this. Manscaped.com. Use my code (laughs) DATEFAILS. Men, your balls are going to thank you and your girl. And, you know, the rest of your shaft. I don't know what I can say. <laughs> but listen, here's the deal. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DATEFAILS. Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Code DATEFAILS. Boom. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Support all the sponsors of the podcast. All right. We have more questions. I have so many. I wish I had a great date fail, but I haven't had one recently other than the whole cheating. Yeah, that wasn't your fault. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. It's still a fail, I would say. But, uh, you know, whatever. Let's go to more questions. Okay, here's a good one. Ooh, do you really have daddy issues or is that just part of your act? Dude. No, that's a question for me. <laughs> Gary. Gary's like, it's just my bit that I do. Uh, you know what's weird? I have the worst daddy issues, and I thought they were fixed because after the wizard, Rod Stewart, as we call him, uh, I took five months off dating. I did therapy, better help, and... I actually realized that I was dating versions of my father. And then I, like, cut my father out of my life. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I felt like I was living the best life I ever have. I felt like I finally freed myself of all the daddy issues. And then I finally got a boyfriend who I thought was the best guy I've ever dated. And he turned out to be not only the worst guy, but the most like my father of all of them. So now, I don't know. I feel like... I thought I was cured, but it turns out I might need to spend more time on the better help. <laughs> I gotcha. So I don't know. I guess everybody, I think everybody's dating some version of one of their parents. Does Bob remind you of either of your parents? Bob reminds me of his mother. Of his mother? His mother. Well, that. With the cooking and the cleaning and the, okay, oh but... my God, give it a rest one day. Oh my God, he cooks in Queens for you. Fucking be excited. I'm cool with it. No, be say, take just be happy. Break once no, in a while, no Kate. breaks. No I breaks. want I want a personal domestic my God. domestic servant. 
<laughs> cooks and queens and goes down on me and eats my butt that tastes like Skittles. All right, Gary, just be glad. All right, listen, we have a few more questions. I just had my first tequila shot. I can feel I'm on it already. My fifth. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. My He's fourth. on his fourth. <laughs> but it will be fifth. So ask your last how many Same questions, <laughs> Gary? How many questions do you have left? Oh, just three. All right, ask one. All right. Let me see here. All right. Do you have it? Come on. I got it. Have you ever been titty fucked? Titty fucked. Yeah. That is a good question. You know what's funny? I haven't. Wow. I know. It's weird, right? But here's the thing. Well, first of all, you know, I didn't have boobs for a long time. Then when I got my boobs done, like, I purposely didn't go too big. So you can titty fuck me if I push them together, like, cleave it. But, like, naturally, well, I guess anybody would have to push them together even if you have big boobs I mean naturally they don't totally touch unless they're massive but the point is even when I'm with guys that are into boobs no one's ever really asked and I just forget that's even a thing because I never have like I didn't have boobs for so long that I forget it's an option right does that make sense yeah but I do stick my boobs in guys mouth there you go but that's not the same I should do it. You want to try it? Just get Let's do it. <laughs> do you think it would even work? I don't think it would even work. Uh, All right. Do you have another one? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Jeez, Gary. Do you girls get turned on when you play with their tits? Um, this was oh, this was your yes. friend's question. Yes, yes. You told me about this one. Yes. Gary has a friend who kind of has like a mini crush on me or something. He absolutely does. And he was too embarrassed to ask me, so he took Gary to ask. Do girls really get turned on when you play with them? Play with their tits? Their tits, yes. Well, I do, but I guess it's probably different for every girl. But like, I really do. Like, Did you get a little leaky, like yes. happy or really? In fact, I can almost get, like orgasm from it. But I wow. come really easily. This is embarrassing because actually... someone just walked in the room that I didn't necessarily want to hear that. But... <laughs> yeah, but I also come very easily, like, honestly. So staff. Staff? The staff. Yeah, Gary has staff. <laughs> he has a servant. Uh, but that's just me. But I, I just want to say publicly that most guys forget about many erogenous zones when they start to get going on you. Like, let me Can give I an example. It out. Let me give an example. I've been with three guys that are like, no, four. I've been with four guys who are like amazing at eating pussy. Out of all the guys, only four, okay? But you know the difference between someone who's amazing at it and someone who's like next level amazing out of those four? Only one of them, while he was going down on me, would like use his hands to do shit to all other parts of my body. Like, touch other parts of your body, like, scratch, like, claw, whatever. That makes all the difference. Like, if you grab her tits when you're going down on her, it's so different than just going down. And guys forget because they get so into that focused spot. Yeah. But it's like, even with sex, it's all that, like, oh, my God, the guy I hooked up with that I just told you about the other night, the young Mm -hmm. guy. Yep. He bit me, which I love, but he bit me so hard. <laughs> he loved, well, I like bruises anyway. Oh my God. 
But I thought he was going to leave a bruise in like visible place. Like he bit my face, dude. <laughs> but the point is, that's crazy. I'd rather have you be too into every part of my body than just focus on one part. Even if maybe you yeah. accidentally go too far. Like I had to actually be like, bro, no bruises on my face. Like that's the yeah. money zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, guys. Yeah. Boobs are good. Just like you. Awesome. Yeah. Also, this guy that I hooked up with, he kept making me... Ooh, this is a new one. I shouldn't even say it. It's embarrassing. But I never had a guy do this to me before. But he kept on sticking my hand. Like, he wanted me to play with his, you know, butthole. Gary, turn it down! He wanted me to touch his butthole, which is fine. But he kept being like, lick your hand more. Like, he wanted... I think he wanted me to, like, finger his butthole. I'm not doing that to a stranger. He's not no. a stranger, but he's a first-timer. I got to know you got a clean butthole. <laughs> I'm not sticking my hand in some dude's asshole. What if you didn't wash it out? Or, exactly. Yeah, so I didn't know what to really do because it felt like he was really pushing me to do it, and I didn't really want to do it, so I kind of was trying to kind of be around it with right. my hand. And I think that was his whole issue. I think that's why... I don't know. I think that's why he didn't text me to do it again. But I'm sorry. If you're not my boyfriend, I'm not sticking anything in your butthole. On my body. Like, I'll peg you if you're really into it, but that's not my thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This got way too dirty. We're doing one more question. We're stopping. All right. Let's see. Last question. You only get one more, Gare. When did you marry for the first time? Everyone knows that. I was 19. I didn't know that. No? Okay. What do you mean for the first time? I've only been married once. When did I get married? 19. I'm giving you one. What's your stance on world hunger? <laughs> My stance on world hunger? Yeah. Um, I wish it didn't happen. What do you... Whose stance is like, I support world hunger. I hope people starve. No, I'm saying no one... (laughs) That's not even a stance. Oh, my God. I'm just working you out a little bit here. I was having fun with you because... I was watching an episode of Frasier last night, and and they were uh, grilling him on a few things, and they were like, oh... So you do stand for world hunger, and they're marking their little chips down, you know. So I'm just kind of doing that to you. I love that you're basing the podcast on Frasier. I is, love Frasier. I know it's you a do. great show. It's his favorite show. I love Golden Girls. That's my go-to, like, if That's, I'm going to watch a late They always night. get you home and back. They always get you on my back? Home and back. Oh, home and back. Yep. Yeah. They always do. I used to watch Golden Girls in bed with my grandmother. When I spent the night at my grandparents' house, I would watch Golden Girls with her every night, and then I would fall asleep to MASH. Like, the minute the MASH music came on, I would fall asleep. Dude, or Cheers. Or Cheers. Cheers puts me to sleep. I love Cheers. I do, too, but that music makes me cry. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, we got one more question. Ask one more question, and then... We're done, because Gary is a lush. All right, this is the last one, Gary. All right, baby. Anything you want to know? I want to know. Oh, shit. (laughs) What is it? What is your favorite car? A Buick or an Oldsmobile? My favorite car, a Buick or an Oldsmobile? Those are my only two choices. Only two. I can't choose a Porsche or a Tesla? I can't a Cadillac or a Lincoln, but it just does no good. A Buick or an Oldsmobile? Down to Earth. Aren't those, the, aren't those the same car? Are they? Buick or Oldsmobile? They're close. I don't even know the difference. Do they still make both? No, they quit making Oldsmobile. What? How do I... <laughs> so, 
you fucking retard. You guys, I didn't mean to say that word. I just, I can't. All right, Gary, stop clicking the pen. Guys, <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when I would go on the road with Red Band, who you met the other night. Yes. And we would go out after shows. And I have, like, Gary knows this about me, but, like, you guys, people think I party way harder than I do because I'm really small and I was jaundiced once in high school, so I'm not a good drinker. So if I have three drinks, I'm drunk. But Gary and Red Band can drink, like... It's crazy. Like, I don't know how you guys don't puke or fall over, but me and Brian Redbam would do these podcasts where, like, he'd be obliterated, and I'd be, like, one drink in, and I would listen to him the next, day, the next day and be like, Jesus Christ. Like, I would ask Brian, like, what's your favorite color? And he'd be like, well, in math class, when we would add two plus two, and then we would put out a quarter of the podcast that we would record. That's you tonight. You are the Brian Redband of gay uncles. I try to do right by my, my nephews and nieces. Yeah, you don't know what you see, guys. See what I'm saying? <laughs> he doesn't even know. Gary, I love you. I love you, too. I really needed to do a podcast and get my car fixed. And Thank God we got your car there. Thank podcast God up. Uber exists so you don't have to drive me That's back right, to my baby. car. Um, on that note... All right. Always tip your Uber driver. Always tip your Uber driver. Uh, guys, <laughs> I love you. Um, this episode is hilarious. I haven't done one of these in a long time where I just sit down with a friend and have a cocktail. I'll probably never do it again after, <laughs> after today. <laughs> oh, we will. But I love you guys. This has been <laughs> Date Fails. Please support the sponsors so that they come back again. Uh, next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, I'm in Kentucky at... Off-Broadway comedy. Comedy off-Broadway. I'm so excited. Lexington, Kentucky. I can't wait to see you guys. Please come out to the shows. And if you're here in Los Angeles this weekend, tonight, Saturday night, I'm at the Ice House, uh, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock, both nights. So get your asses out. Guys, I love you. This is Date Fails. Send me your Date Fails. Maybe I'll start reading some of your own Date Fails on the podcast. To Date Fails Pod at Gmail. And I'll see you next time. Bye.